Welcome back to the episode of Too Many Men. Tony Pickett, Tyler Dyes, Tom Pickett, you staring at me. John Gallietta, Eric Johnson. Um, we got some stuff to talk about. We have a Stanley Cup Finals matchup that is set. We Yo, have the Bengals nice. underperforming last night on Thursday Night Football. What else is new? It was also, you know, the most watched Thursday Night Football game ever. Really? Wait, yeah. What? That? Yeah, the Why? ones that of the Thursday Night Football series, well, wait, not including the opening wait. night ones. Oh, okay. I was going to say. That next week. Don't the Titans and Jaguars play on that like every year? Yeah, but they don't this year. You think eventually they would break it? Why? Nobody wants to watch it. No one wants to watch Browns Bengals. Burrow versus Baker? That's the only reason we watched <laughs> That's it. That's the most. And what if there were people watching it for the same exact reason we were watching it yesterday? Just betting Just on Just betting on shit. the stupidest shit in the game. Yo, the next play, going to be a pass. I hit come that. On, come I on. hit that three times. <laughs> Just waiting for him to line up with the shotgun. He's in the shotgun. Let's go. Tyler Boyd got me a garbage time touchdown in fantasy football. And that's what it's all about. That's what Thursday yeah. Night Football is. Thursday Night Football just fucks up your fantasy football lineup. It really doesn't know other good. Beautiful. You say it's beautiful, but you don't mean that. It's always fun watching a game like Burrow had last night, you know, where he's flashed more in two games than your rookie quarterback that he drafted two seasons ago has in, you know, two seasons. You're still on Girl, Sam Darnold, huh? On my bench. <laughs> hey, Josh Allen's better. Way better. Way better. I think Burrow's game yesterday was pretty impressive. I think Josh Allen only just had his first 300-yard passing game like uh, against the Jets last week. Man, that's a I got I got to fact check that. Joe Burrow's first touchdown went to CJ Uzoma. Who's Oof. now out for the year. Yeah, he tore his Achilles later in the game. Yeah, I mean, I saw on the replay. You can see the, you can see the pop, like mm. on the slow mo. There, it was nasty. Jeez. That's tough, man. I feel for him. I didn't see it. I also didn't see it. I didn't see the injury. He just went out. Saw the touchdown. Yeah. Saw Wait, the touchdown. did he do it on the touchdown? No, I don't think okay. he did it on the touchdown. So, John, you're claiming that last week was Josh Allen's first 300 yard game. Yeah, his first 300 yard passing game. It was. I'm checking it. I think he's right. They, no, they, they said it out. The only reason I know that is because they said it on the sportscast. I'm not. I wouldn't be talking. I'm not talking shit about him. I mean, how could you be talking shit about him? Your quarterback is literally Sam yeah, Darnold. Yeah. Can't throw stones from a glass after, house. After, after after losing by ten, you know, Sunday, you know, you're you're giving him his well well earned respect. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's a, that that saying we lost by ten to stretch. That was like a ten that they could have easily been twenty. Or more. So let, the Jets, tough look for our Crowder. Yeah, yeah, Crowder's out now. Oh my God, man! And uh, we signed what's his name? Uh, what's his name? Balage from the Dolphins last year. We actually did sign him, so now he's on the after roster. after trying to trade for him earlier. Seventh round pick to get him, John. <laughs> we, we didn't have to give up anything to get him now, but I mean, no, because you know we. Uh, he failed that physical for the trade, so this is like every, a different thing entirely. We just signed him that up. Every pick matters for the Jets. Did you see? Uh, did you see Mike Greenberg today on ESPN going off on the New York Jets? No. He was say, talking know. about if uh, if Adam Gase is such a great offensive mind, why is this happening? Or oh, yeah. no, no, it was why isn't he using it? Trust the process. Do you, do you see what um, Brady Quinn said? No. No. He said that it's not out of the question that the Jets trade Darnold, fire Gase, and tank for Trevor. <laughs> but let's 
Let's just do this. Run it back. John, how would you but, feel about that? But here's what. Like, did, you, did you see the quote that Gaze said yesterday? He's like, uh, I cannot be more lucky to have an owner than Christopher Johnson. And, I, and, I, and I'm reading that quote. I'm like, yeah. You know, we're, that's, that's, not, that's not a false statement by you, Gaze, because he's the only owner in sports who would hire him. Well, to hire you, yeah. Not, to, to hire you and then not fire you. Why does Michael Porter Jr. keep shooting the ball? He cannot make a shot. I have not seen him make a shot once in this game. He just bricked up a three at the end of the half. I did see him um, when, he, when they were down against um, L.A. He was just ripping into the coach. Yeah, how, how can he do that being not that good? Uh, well, I mean, the reason why, like, Jokic, uh, Murray, and Millsap each already have three fouls, and it's not even halftime, so they're in foul trouble. I keep forgetting the Nuggets have Paul Millsap. Yeah. Right? It's like I saw him hit a three in game seven against the Clippers, and I was like, oh, shit, a dagger by wait, Paul Millsap? What? <laughs> like, I had to, like, raise my, like, squint a little Yo. bit to make sure I was reading that right. Yo, shout out to former process legend Jeremy Grant for the first bucket tonight. Whoever had bet oh, yeah. that for I first bucket. Over in the Sixers. I remember him from OKC did, mostly. Did you guys watch the, uh, the clip, not the Clippers, the Celtics heat game last night? Yes, I did. So the Celtics blew another lead to the Heat. They now find themselves down two nothing in the series, and Marcus Smart flipped his shit in the Celtics locker room. Yeah. Apparently, stuff was thrown. Uh, like a, the Athletic was saying, it was a confrontation between him and Jalen Brown. I saw it was Jalen Brown. I, I Eric, do you remember the exact words <laughs> that Marcus Smart said? I I know he I know he was saying like he was tired of the bullshit. Yeah, is it? He might have said like y'all on some bullshit. <laughs> the Heat you know, find themselves I'll, I'll with. Say this. Are we surprised it's Marcus Smart that did that? No. And Marcus Smart carries a strange energy with him for somebody who hasn't won anything. Remember, he was supposed to be the next great Boston point guard. Yeah. And he was on Instagram last week after they beat the Raptors talking shit to Raptors players. Like, bro, you're talking shit to players who, for the most part, on that roster, have a ring. I could, what have you won? I could, I could see Marcus Smart going into the hotel rooms of the Raptors players in the bubble, just knocking on the door and tell them that they lost Game 7 and yelling at them. He's, he, he, is, he carries himself like Jimmy Butler, but he's not nearly as good as Jimmy Butler. I think the thing with Smart, though, is he is, I think, believe it or not, I think he probably is one of the longest tenured players on that team. Well, he's been there because, since 2014. Yeah, drafted in 2014, like you said. And he, like, he is the only one. I, th- I think him and, oh, no, yeah, Brown was on that team. It was the, him and Jalen Brown are the only players who've been to all three of the conference finals that the Boston's been on the past four years. So he he has been, he he has won. It's just you know, two out of those three appearances he had you know play against LeBron fucking James. Man, if you thought Marcus Smart Smart was bad after Game Two, if they get down three zero to the Heat, he's gonna flip. He might flip during the game. Well, the Heat haven't lost a series be, uh, being is up to all ever. Is he gonna pull a Westbrook? I believe that's what I read. Members? What was that, Eric? Is he going to pull a Russell Westbrook and yell at family members? He might. That was amazing. That was great. Him yelling at Rondo. 
Rondo's brother. I think his name was William yeah. Rondo. Like, how crazy is that one kid's Rajon, the other one's William? Like, That's I like Zion like, Williamson well having as, a brother named as John. Well as, Rondo, like, uh, as well as Rondo's brother, he was yelling at. I remember in game one when they, were blow, when they blew out the Lakers. He was straight up yelling at the families, like with the with the kid with the kids in the sidelines. Yeah. I'm like, damn, Westbrook, chill. Like, the Heat are ten and one this postseason. Yeah. And they've gone through Indiana, and the Milwaukee Bucks. They dummied Indiana. Yeah, and they they messed around with Milwaukee too, who now today Giannis was named MVP for the second consecutive year, but. Man, they're a good team. I saw saw a stat today, or a, I guess I read an article today. Spolster has a bonus in his contract for each playoff win that he has with the Heat under his contract. He gets another hundred twenty thousand added as a bonus. Jesus, he's so, won ten like said, this year. That's like ten, well, ten wins. I don't. Uh, that's a hundred twenty. I think like one point two million. It is. That's ridiculous. That, what what an amazing contract worked out there by Eric Spolstra's people. Yeah. Eric Spolstra, yeah. for what... the finals and win the finals, man. He'll Eric, be a very rich man. Eric Spolstra, for where he started and what he's built himself up and accomplished, he started in the video room for the Miami Heat and worked his yeah. way up to head coach. And he's won multiple championships. It's a hell of a story. And I feel like when we talk about the higher class of head coaches in the NBA. You know, you have your Greg Popovich, you have your Doc Rivers. I think Eric Spolster deserves to be right up there with those two guys. Do you think Steve yeah. Kerr's up there? Steve Kerr's a weird one. What uh, about his coach, Phil Jackson? Well, I'm talking about the ones that are coaching now. Oh, okay. Phil Jackson's... I feel like he's Phil, in a league of his own. Yeah, well... He's up there with Red Arbach, Pat Riley... You know, guys who walked so uh, Phil Jackson could run. The interesting thing about yes, Spolstra but... is he's one of the only coaches, I think actually probably the only coach, I would say, in LeBron's career that actually was able to kind of like, I don't want to say rein him in, but, you know, like manage his personality. Every yeah. other coach that LeBron has in his career, I feel like it's... Like, even the, when... The joke becomes like, oh, yeah, LeBron's the coach. Even you know? when but, like, D-Wade... actually was he, able I mean, to, you know... He, bring some structure to that heat organization even when lebron and d wade were down there i still think it was d wade's team oh yeah definitely i mean lebron I was, was the junior guy like 1a 1b kind of thing i mean I think yeah I, it, it may have been 1a 1b but it really it felt like, like d wade was wade, the 1a as wade like got older i think his knees started to go and then you saw lebron take that a little bit more that's when he won mvp i think two straight how many years was it in a row too did did LeBron win? So, yeah. Did LeBron yeah. win back-to-back MVPs? Oh, and I just looked it up uh, via ESPN stats. Miami up 2-0 in a uh, in a series has never lost. So bet the house on Miami. I mean, if history repeats itself, they're looking good. Yeah. Bars to our uh, Bleacher Report post. But they, the Celtics team is not going to go away. No, they're not going to go down without a fight. I don't think. I don't think they're going to sweep them that easily. They, or they could very well implode, you know, after this, like, locker room blow-up by Mark Smart. It could get worse. If they're halfway through the third game and the Heat are up by, like, five to, like, ten points, and then and then more, Marcus Smart's going to flip his lid 
and it's going to be the end of the Celtics. If they're this year. down next game, like by a considerable amount, I think uh, Marcus Smart's going to foul out. You think so? Yeah, I'd see that because he's just going to be fed up with you everything. You think he's going to try and take someone out? He might get a tech here or there, but I don't think he'll take somebody out. Uh, let's move to hockey. They are have gotten their matchup for the Stanley Cup Final. It's a completely Southern Stanley Cup Final. Dallas Stars, Tampa Bay Lightning. It's not even being played in the South. I know, which sucks. The North. <laughs> it's played like the most North and uh, NHL city besides Vancouver. No, uh, Winnipeg. I think isn't Edmonton more North than Winnipeg? You're the one who took know. geography. I know, I know Winnipeg's supposedly the coldest city, but I don't know if they're the well, most North. Winnipeg's the coldest. They're in the dead middle of the country. And Hudson Bay isn't far from them, so there is a chill coming off of that. I don't know if they, well, either way, it's a damn shame that this isn't being played in the South, where it should be. Edmonton's the northernmost city. Yeah, Edmonton's way further north than Winnipeg. Yeah, Calgary's further north than Winnipeg. Uh, yeah, Calgary's further north than Winnipeg. It's such a shame, though. Yeah. This deserves to be played in those non-traditional hockey markets that Gary Bettman's been screaming about since the 90s because it finally paid off that you got two in the Stanley Cup final. Yeah. But, you know, Stars, Lightning, still going to be a great series. Yeah, it's going to be an amazing series and the Lightning are going to lose it because they touched that fucking trophy. Mm. Mm. Not only did they touch it, Victor Hedman straight up picked it up and then Steven Stamkos carried it off the ice. And then Blake Coleman... Took a picture with it by himself, holding the thing. Well, you know, uh, what do you, do you see? How big that trophy is? It's fucking huge. It is wild how big I that mean, trophy is. But he's well. We don't know usually because they kind of stand away from yeah. it. Yeah, and they're like, eh. And it's but on a table. Not- they're, they're, it's, it's in front of him a little bit. But the guy, that looks like a heavy ass trophy. Yeah, it does. You think it's heavier than the Stanley Cup? Probably not. Stanley Cup's what the Prince of Wales trophy. It's just. I wouldn't say it's heavier. It's just awkward as shit. It looks like to hold. So, so it's, it just cup? feels heavier. No, no, no. At least... Have you ever seen guys pick that shit up? The one side is way lower. Oh yeah, yeah. It's so much. Heavier. But at least you got like a spot to, to hold, hold it. it. Yeah. Like with the Prince of Wales trophy, there's those little hockey sticks that hang off it, yeah. but they don't look like you can grab onto that and pick it up. It looks like no. it's gonna fucking snap. They probably it would. Like Imagine snap. you snapped it. Yeah, that's how, how much bad luck is that? Is that like your career is over? Bad. Maybe luck? that ends the bad luck. You break the fucking trophy. Maybe. I want to know how much it weighs. How long has it been around? Like that trophy itself. A long time. Yeah. I'll, I'll tell you in a second. Okay. But at least with the one the Western Conference gets, the Clarence Campbell Bowl, there's two fucking handles. Yeah. Yeah. And if you pick it up, which nobody ever seems to do in the West, there's a spot to pick it up. The Stanley Cup weighs 34 pounds. There's no. It doesn't. Nobody's asked for the weight of the Prince of Wales trophy. <laughs> But it's biggest. It was first awarded in 1925. Oh, okay. Yeah, so yeah, it's so pretty old, fucking old. old. Fucking trophy. Do you think it's gonna affect Listen, the lightning? D- talk about you know. I believe in the superstition. Do you? Bad luck. Well, you I mean, can't do that. I mean, I don't. Was, but Scott Stevens did. Scott pick it Stevens up four and times, it and he went three for four, four in the cup. Sidney Crosby did it. And yeah, just because just because you touched it. Or just because you don't touch it doesn't mean you're guaranteed to win. The Lightning didn't touch it the first time around. Yeah. They lost to the and that was And that was Victor Hedman's reasoning for touching it. No, I understand. And Listen. Crosby didn't touch it the one year and lost, touched it the next year and won. Yeah. I understand. So it can go both ways, really. It's still just, it's... Superstition. You just got to believe in it. 
That's the thing. If you believe, it's kind of like a self-actuating it's, prophecy. It's just a men- self-fulfilling it's just, prophecy. It's just a mental thing. It's just whether you believe it or not. And if you believe in it, and then you break the superstition, you're fucked. But like Scott Stevens, Sidney Crosby, I don't think they believed it after they after they touched it in one. What was that, Eric? I said a lot of the old school hockey players are the ones that believe in the superstition. So you'll see the older guys not touch it. Jamie Benn's one of the older captains of the league, so he decided not to touch it. I see. Now I'm surprised Pavelski wasn't yelling at him to touch it. Mm. Did he not touch it? No. The year they went. Oh. Wow. Pavelski and probably wanted. And if two wanted, teams touch it, it cancels out. I bet Pavelski wanted to touch it, and someone probably said to him, "Don't touch it." Montreal Canadiens have won the trophy twenty-five times. Wow, is that the most? Uh, well, they've won yeah. the cup what twenty-six times? Twenty. They have twenty-four Stanley Cups. And they've won it twenty-five. Okay. But it 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 used to be awarded for other stuff. To the. Uh, Okay, the trophy was presented in the 1925-26 season to the champion of the first game at Madison Square Garden. Really? Who won? I don't know. So that's one of those trophies that we just made because, oh, you're playing in Madison Square Garden. And then afterwards, they're like... The Canadians won it. They beat the New York Americans 3-1. After they made that trophy and gave it out, they were probably like, fuck, what do we do with this now? Yeah. And they're like, I got idea. I want to know what and then, happened to that cup the Russian team then won it, then against it, the NHL All-Stars. Then it became a trophy they just also gave to the league champions. So it was like the Stanley Cup part 2. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's like the And then it went and then it went to a division champion. And then regular season champions. And then East Division champions. Oh, it's so been, it's it's the uh what's it every called? Time, when you come in second, third, fourth, fifth place. No. What like the It's a uh Participation. It's not a, no, it's like if you won your division, like uh, the American division. The Bruins won it four straight years. That was the only time it was moved to a division that the Montreal Canadiens were not in for a brief 11-year period. Damn. So the Canadiens always had a shot at it, mm-hmm. and they did win it most times. They won it 24 times. That's a lot. But, all right, who do you think is going to win the Stanley Cup final? You I honestly say it. Would, would be fine with either of them. That's not what I asked you. But I think the Stars are going to win. Fucking right, the Stars are going to win it. How many games? Five. That's right. Listen, Tampa touched the trophy. That's your sole reasoning? My reasoning is Dallas has the best goalie in the playoffs right now. Anton Hudobin's on fire. Yeah, but He's you weren't really hot good. on Hudobin. You were hot on Bishop. That's true. You were a big This is all yeah, Hudobin stepped right in. This is Ben Bishop Revenge Stanley Cup. Yeah, and he's not even going to get to play because he's hurt. I know. That's true. Ben Bishop Revenge. <laughs> the Revenge Tour. <laughs> Watching from a distance. He's going to be in the locker room with the boys going, come on, he's guys. He's not even going to be in the locker room. He's going to be in the press box. Why is he not allowed in the locker room? He's going to talk to the guys like a day Players before. in the press box. He's going to talk to the guys like a day or, or You're the taking day the stars, of. right? Oh, 100%. How many games? Five games. He's going to be talking to... Trish nods his head. He's going to be talking to his teammates be like, Boys, win me this cup. Fuck this team. They oh. just got rid of me right after I brought them there. And now here we are. What a play from Devers at third, place to steal a, at third base to steal a run from the Yankees. Awesome. This is also Joe Pavelski's revenge tour. Here's some interesting numbers. Uh, the Dallas Stars have five players who have went to a Stanley Cup final before. Eric and I talked about this last night. We did the math. Can I try and name them? Go ahead. Does Anton Hudobin count? Yes. Okay. But he's not on the cup. Okay, but that counts. Yeah. 
Tyler Sagan. Yeah. Yes. Joe Pavelski. Yes. That's really it. Corey Perry. All right. Ben Bishop. All right. Yeah. I knew all those. And then the Lightning have 11. Stamkos, Kucherov, everyone, right? Everyone. It's like everyone. Oh, they have 12. They have 12. Hedman, Kucherov, Stamkos, Maroon is the only player who's won it. Vasilevsky, Barkley, Goodrow, uh, Braden Coburn, Andre Pilat, Tyler Johnson, Alex Kalorn, Cedric Paquette, Ryan McDonough. Well, a lot that of those sense. guys were on the team when they went, what, 2016? Yeah, but you have Maroon, who was a blue. Hedman, Lightning, Kucherov, Lightning, Stamkos, Lightning. Maroon, Blues, Vasilevsky, Lightning. Goodrow, Sharks, Coburn, oh, Lightning, right. and Flyers. And then Pilat, Johnson, Kalorn, Paquette, Flyers, then McDonough was a Ranger. But to have that much experience, it usually don't have 12 guys on a roster who went to a Stanley Cup final. Unless you went yeah. the year before. Unless you went yeah. the year before. But or ha- how many before. teams? How many? Well, the Lightning went five years ago. Yeah. How many teams do you see with that much of a core still together in five years? Yeah, no, it doesn't happen much anymore. Like, usually you'll see. Washington. Yeah, Washington does. Yeah, no, but even Washington. They hang together. It's, it's, you see like two, three Maybe four guys that are kind of like still around. There's more than that. Washington hangs together. They don't break anybody up. Mm. Does Pittsburgh still have a lot left? I'd imagine. Because I can think of, we'll I can think of three off the top of my head. That's just because they're bigger names, though. I know, uh, what's his name? Isn't there anymore. He's on the Coyotes. Kessel, yeah. yeah. We did this last night. There are five NHL teams without a player who won a Stanley Cup on it. Who are the five? What? Can you say it again? There are five NHL teams yeah. that do not have a player on the roster who has won a Stanley Cup. Okay. Who are the five teams? Uh, Devils? Yep. Yeah. Cool. That was, um, that was the easy one. Rangers? <laughs> yep. Yep. Okay. Do head coaches and stuff count? Nope. Islanders? No, the Islanders do. Islanders have Mar- Angel Ladd. Oh, okay. Vancouver? Vancouver is Tyler Toffoli. Montreal? Uh, Montreal has Jake Allen. Ottawa? Ottawa's got Ron Hainsey. Ron Hainsey, yeah. Toronto? I want to say Toronto, but that's probably not true. Toronto's Jake Muzzin. And Kyle Clifford. San Jose. Yep. Was San Jose one of them? Martin Jones. San Jose's Martin Jones. San Jose and Martin Jones. Martin no. Jones won a cup? Yeah, back up Jonathan Quick. Uh, uh, Coyotes? Nope, Phil Kessel. Oh yeah, yeah, right. (laughs) Florida, no, right? Florida. Florida had one, right? Florida had one. It was. Oh, was it Bobrovsky? Brett Connolly. Connolly. Oh. The last three teams are two in the West, one in the East. Can you give divisions? Metropolitan, Central, Central. Oh man, is it Columbus? Columbus is one of them. That makes sense. Okay, yeah. Uh. Colorado? Nope. Fuck. Yeah, are they in Central? Philip Grubauer. Jets? Jets are one of them. Yeah. And, uh... Is it Canadian or American? American. Mm. Okay. Minnesota? Yes. Yeah. I got them all. Let's go. It's crazy. Of course the Devils are Wait. one of them. Who don't have a cup win, right? Yeah. Okay, I just want to be sure. Players on the roster who have not won a Stanley Cup. Okay. Everybody... Has a player who's been in one, I believe. Yeah, that makes sense. Although Winnipeg might not. When we looked at that roster last night, Winnipeg might not have one. Eric. Yo. Winnipeg might not have a player who's been to a cup. Now you see, now I got a check. Yeah, so take a look at that. 
But so you I'm gonna say the lightning because I picked against the stars in every single series. Okay. I'm saying the lightning in four. Really? Yeah. That's pretty bold considering well, the stars it. are pretty hot. You're gonna bet them every single game? No, I can't do that. I just want to. I can't lose that. <laughs> I already lost uh, Dylan, all. Dylan Dylan DeBello and Cody Eakin have both been the Oh, yeah, Cody Eakin went with Vegas. So every team's got one. I just want to say shout out Joe Pavelski. Do you know what he did 15 months ago? What? 15 months ago, Joe Pavelski enters the free agency meeting with teams. He met with two teams one in the East, one in the West. Met with the Stars, he met with the Lightning. Yeah. He couldn't pick wrong. Yeah, he was gonna go to the Stanley Cup, either way. Good for him, right? <laughs> I feel like one's being good, but I think one of them's just the stars being like a main role, and the other one, the Lightning, could have just gone no matter what, you know? Yeah. All right, we're gonna so move to Sunday spread. My pick. Um, oh yeah, I forgot you too. So, I I agree that Pavelski I think couldn't pick wrong, but also I remember on July thirtieth or June thirtieth, twenty sixteen. There was some guy that met with the Stars and ended up re-signing in Tampa named Steven Stamkos. Mm, that did and happen. I think, he's, I think he's coming back for game one tomorrow night. I'm going Tampa. I'm going to say Tampa in seven. John, do you have a pick, Tampa or Dallas? Me? I'm going to pick Tampa no, the other just because my uninformed opinion says that they're going to have revenge for last year. They have to redeem. They're out, they're out for redemption, you know? No, 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 John, 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 let me stop you right there. Flip that. The Stars have a player that is out for revenge against the Tampa Bay Lightning. Mm. What what, what position is he, though? He is a goaltender, and he is hurt. Yes, Big Ben Bishop was a Tampa Bay Lightning, and he left. Well, I think he got traded. Portnoy's bet. The Phillies just took the lead. Holy shit. <laughs> Portnoy bet $20,000 on the Philadelphia Phillies. And for, uh, what's his name? Harper. Yeah, Bryce Harper had a home run. He did. He bet five grand on that. And oh, they, he did. Okay. Portnoy might have bet the first Phillies game. They won 7 nothing. Oh. oh. Yeah. Okay. Either way. Speaking of betting, we're going to move to betting. Woo. Okay. We have our Sunday spreads. And we have records after last week. John never answered me. How are we looking? How we looking? As in me. Everybody's looking pretty good. Everybody is at positive units except for me and Eric. That I am sense. one, two, and O oh, down one point oh nine one units. Tom, you are two one and O. Oh, you're up point eight one eight units. Is that good? If your unit was uh ten dollars, you'd be up eight dollars. Eight dollars okay. and eighteen cents. Trish, three and O. Oh, up 2.727 units. If you would have actually bet what you were doing and did three straight bets for each one, you'd be up $27 right now. And if I had parlayed them all? You'd be up 36 Instead, you just sat there. I didn't bet them. I'll no. bet them this week. Sure. I will. No, you won't. Zach, also 2-1-0, up eight, uh, 0.818 Ready? units. I'm going to do it live on the show. I okay. will bet it live right. on the fucking show. Eric is the man. only one who had a push. He is 1-1-1. One, one, and one. He is down .091 units. Down 91 cents. John, 2-1-0, up .818 units. And Kyle, 2-1-0, also up .818 units. So we have Kyle's spread picks for this weekend. He has the Rams plus 1, the 49ers minus 7, and the Vikings plus 3. 
Zach has the Rams plus one, 49ers minus seven, and Washington plus seven. Everybody pull up your DraftKings app so we can get your lines. Tom has his hand up first. Already got him. All right, go ahead. I got Seattle minus four against New England. I got... So wait, wait, wait. Go. I'm going to need to see that in a second. Okay. So you have Seattle minus four. Yep. I got... Against the New England Patriots in Seattle. Yes. Okay. I got Minnesota plus three against the Indianapolis Colts. So you have the Vikings plus three. Plus three. They're giving points to... Or they're getting points from Indy. Yeah. Which is interesting this week. Yeah. Yeah. And I have the New York Giants plus five and a half against Chicago. Betting with your heart, Tom. That's never a smart choice. That's not with my heart. Uh, Trish, go ahead. All right. So far, I got Buffalo minus five and a half. Who they play? They're playing Miami. So you have the Bills minus five and a half. Is that game? Are they? Are they in Buffalo? Do you know? I don't think so. I think it's in Miami. They're away. They're in Miami. They're in Miami. Because I believe the bottom team. So given given five and a half on the road. Mm Mhm. I got Jacksonville plus seven and a half on the road. Seven and a half is very generous for Tennessee. So you have the Jags plus seven and a half. Tennessee didn't play well last week. Yeah. And that's so wait, do you think generous. Jacksonville's going to win? Uh, they or could. Do you think Tennessee they're gonna? didn't play great. I believe in them, yeah. They're plus 280, which is also ridiculous. What's your third one? My third is going to have to be... Only the Sunday games, so don't look at that Monday yeah, game. Yeah, I'm not. That Monday game is ridiculous. Did you read the line for that? Yeah. Minus eight and a half for Kansas City. <laughs> well, no, the Monday game is Saints Raiders. Oh, I'm sorry. Saints Raiders. It's minus five and a half for minus the Saints. Minus five and a half for Saints, yeah. I wouldn't bet that either. See, I want to go with Washington. Plus but, seven. But Washington could very easily lose that game. Like, we saw them just trounce Philly, but that could just be because Philly's dog shit. A lot of these other games are just really hit or miss for me. Like, minus one, plus one there. You know what? Yeah, I'm going to take the Rams plus one. And they have... Who are they playing? I said they were going to win, right? They have Philly. Yeah, I mean, one point. I mean, that's basically a pick em. That is, yeah. But one point, if it ties for some reason, you still win. If yeah. they tie. Mm-hmm. So... You take the plus one. I, I, I mean, that's the type of one. bet, though. You wouldn't waste your time at plus one if you were, like, betting it, betting it. You would just yeah. take the money line. Cause... All right, so I have $3 on this parlay to win 20, $20.90. Yep. Okay. The bet has been placed. The slip is in. I'm closing it. And your bet. You're, you're through. I'm through. I'm going to bet my parlay, too, this week. And I bet it last week, and I lost, of course. I went one and two. Eagles and Colts screwed me. Did you parlay it, or did you just I parlayed it. Okay. I parlayed it. I might play them straight this weekend. I Although, I st- still would have been down. I actually I would have been down about the same amount anyway. So, uh, Eric, what do you got for this Sunday? All right. So, I'm going to go with you guys. Give me the Rams plus one. Okay. I think that one's a pretty safe bet. I was, I'm liking Seattle minus four. Okay. And I'm going to go Panthers plus eight. Who do the Panthers have? Ooh. Tampa Bay. So Panthers plus eight against... I didn't notice that. Yeah. Tom Brady, his first game Tampa in Tampa Bay. Going to get off to a slow start, in your opinion? Um, I think Tampa's going to win. I don't think it's going to be by more than eight points. Because Carolina oh. played a great game on last Sunday against the Raiders. 
It's true. I mean, their offense looked pretty good. I think they'll score no matter what. I think their defense. Like yeah, their said, defense has holes though that they have a, Tom they have Brady a good can. Good receiving group. They have the best running back in football. They have a quarterback who's looking to prove himself. The problem is the defense is young and inexperienced. But I don't. I don't like I said. I don't think they win this game. But I think they lose by less than eight. Trish, do you think eight points is too much with the problems that are facing the Carolina Panthers defense? Do you think that's too much to overcome for them? I, I don't know. It's just Carolina's defense is a glaring hole in their team. They left 34 points last week it's, to Oakland yeah, or that's, Las Vegas. That's not good. And with Tom Brady, say what you want about him. He's washed up. He's this. He's that. Whatever. He's still an all-time great quarterback who can pick apart a defense. Thing, like the other that, thing is it was like the rush defense was not good, and Josh Jacobs is a much, much better running back than Ronald Jones is. But Ro- Ronald Jones is no slouch. Yeah. He's so, not. what I'm trying to say is, like, <clears throat> Tom Brady on the Patriots, everyone attributes, oh, you know, he won because Bill Belichick is an amazing system, blah, blah, blah. Yes, but also, while out on the field, Tom called plenty of audibles. He picked apart defenses. He saw what he needed to see and was able to create plays to combat it. He, if he also, can look no at this Carolina defense and that. just completely oh, rip yeah, it apart. Plays in concussion protocol, so I yeah, Godwin not playing tomorrow for Tampa Bay, but Mike uh, Evans is more than capable of just yeah, Mike carrying Evans both fantastic. those loads. And honestly, if Gronk uh, can doubtful. get his shit together, I don't think he's gonna be able to. Okay. No, yeah, let's see. Yeah. Doubtful on the um, uh, John, what do you like tomorrow? So yeah, right off the bat, the matchup that probably the most interesting is uh. Vikings Colts. I'm gonna take the Vikings plus three for that. Um, then I'm gonna I'm eyeing the I'm eyeing the Patriots plus four. And really, you like the yeah, Patriots on the road, huh? With the Rams plus one. So you like the Patriots on the road? May I ask why? Listen, I think people are counting out Brady. Uh, oh no, not, not sorry, Brady. Whoa! I'm used to saying that Throwback. Uh, Belichick and Cam. I really think that Cam has that chip on his shoulder, and they actually really did like look like they had a reinvigorated offense last like last week. They, had, they ran play action more times in their Week One matchup against the Dolphins than they have in the past like five years with Brady. So I think well, it's going to be interesting. Well, and they got questions in that secondary too in Seattle too. Don't so, except for Jamal. Don't forget that they did play Miami, a team that's not really looked upon. As a great team when it comes to defense, I mean, what they only they won by eleven, right? Yeah. I mean, still, even then, it's Miami. Whoa, 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 whoa! Todd Frazier is on the mound for the Mets. The Mets have a position player pitching. Yeah, we got a position player pitching. Oh, that's always fun. Love to see it. He just. Oh, okay. No. He must already pitched. This is the bottom of the ninth already. The game just ended. The Mets lost fifteen to two. Well, Cup Four did the whole position player pitching tweet Damn. ten minutes ago. Just yeah. missed it. Yankees down one here in the top of the ninth. All right, so uh, I'm I'm sort of trying to figure out what my third pick is going to be. Uh, I am betting it. So all right, uh, I am betting it. Are you going to do Atlanta? I was thinking Atlanta plus four and a half, but uh, I got a different one. This check swing is close. Look all right, this. I like uh, this week. I like the Giants plus five and a half. Uh, I like the Packers minus six and a half, 
And uh, I like the Kansas City Chiefs minus eight and a half against the Chargers. See, I never like I never like picking the Chiefs when it comes to division games, just because I always feel like it's close when it comes to that. I don't like, think this one's closer be. than usual. Tony, how strongly do you feel about that Giants Chicago? Pretty strong. Because they're, um, whoa, I can't think of it. DraftKings right now has a promotion. Uh, New York Giants versus Chicago scoring special. Place a $50 spread bet on either New York Giants or Chicago and get $6 for every touchdown they score. Mm. So if you're that sure. If I'm that sure, I'll have to do it. You could throw 50 and just make munners on every touchdown scored in that game. So I have the Giants plus 5.5, Packers minus 6.5, Chiefs. The over-under is... 53 and a half. My God. Expecting no defense in that game. I think I'd still take the over. Yeah. Yeah. 54 points. Yeah. 30 to 27 really doesn't seem like it's out of the realm of possibility. That's gotten a higher over under than Baltimore Houston. Which is. And Lions Packers, which is 49 and a half. I think that's probably they've been like underrating the Texans, if anything, because after a they bad week last week. week one. Yeah. All right, so I have the Giants plus five and a half, Packers minus six and a half, Chiefs minus eight and a half. Tom has Seattle minus four, Vikings plus three, Giants plus five and a half. Trish, who is lead dog up, yeah, two point seven two seven units. Bills minus five and a half, Jags plus seven and a half, Rams minus uh, Rams plus one. Uh, Zach has the Rams plus one, Niners minus seven, Washington plus seven. Eric has the Rams plus one, Seahawks minus four, Panthers plus eight. John has the Vikings plus three, the Patriots plus four, and the Rams plus one. John betting three underdogs on the spread. Kyle, Rams plus one, Niners minus seven, and Vikings plus three. So, and uh, bet on three teams, minus 110 for each team, going to net you around 60 bucks this weekend on a $10 bet. So I want to thank you for joining us for another episode. We'll be back next Tuesday. We're going to break down week two of the NFL. We'll also make our picks for week three. And uh, we'll also have some Stanley Cup final games out of the way. We have game one and two out of the way. And uh, we can talk more about this Lakers-Nuggets series that should still be going on then. Uh, I think game four is around there. I don't think the Lakers will sweep them out anyway. So hope you enjoyed this. Uh, new episodes available anywhere podcasts are available. New episodes every Tuesday and Friday. Zach Riley, the always amazing podcast. New episodes every weekend. And uh, Touch Icing, we're going to do one at some point. We didn't want to do it last night because of the conference final happening. but uh, Yeah, it's, it's coming, boys. Don't worry. Yeah, we'll get one out there with the Stanley Cup Finals. We'll break that down. So we'll see you next Tuesday for an episode of Too Many Men.